It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, Razorback fans, a question got posed to me about K.J. Jefferson. What is he going to have to do to be considered the greatest Razorback quarterback of all time this season? Well, let's talk about it on today's Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Razorbacks Podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I'm also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your next purchase. I hope everybody's having a wonderful Wednesday as we are three days away from Razorback football starting up. And uh, just to let everybody know, in today's podcast, uh, we're going to have actually a guest. We don't do a whole lot of guests very often here, but in the uh, second segment, Bear McHorder, who is a Razorback football commit from 2026, has offers to Alabama, Georgia, and Texas. That's all you need to know. Uh, but he's going to be joining us on the podcast for a little bit. We had a chance to actually pre-record an interview, so if the audio sounds a little different, that's why. But uh, he joined us, and we got to talk to him about his commitment and everything. So really looking forward to playing that back for you. Uh, here very soon. But I wanted to start off the podcast today by a question that uh, it was got, it got posed to me and something that was of the discussion when we're looking at this upcoming football season, which again, everyone's excited about. We're all pumped. Can't wait. All that fun stuff. So basically, we know what we're getting in in a lot of cases. But the one thing that has a lot of people, of course, feeling really good about the season is KJ Jefferson, right? K.J. Jefferson is an incredible player. He's a guy that we're all big fans of. I'm a big fan of him. He's had really good numbers. He's had good stats. He's looked good. He's getting a lot of praise and accolades, maybe not enough at times, but we all know what he's capable of. But there's a few unique things about K.J. Jefferson, folks, if you think about it in this regard. like Think about the last time Arkansas had the same starting quarterback for three straight seasons. Like, Think about that. You had the last one, at least, that comes to mind was Brandon Allen, who started in 2013, 14, and 15. Now, pretty solid years, I'd say, but his teams that he was on went three and nine and seven and six and I guess eight and five. So I had a losing season, but it was, it was pretty rough. Matt Jones would have been the one. Well, I guess we could say Casey Dick in that regard. But, you know, he was kind of an off and on starter for a bit, so I don't know if we can fully count him. But even so, like his final year, he went five and seven. Matt Jones was a four-year starter, essentially, pretty close to it at least. And he ended up having a, a really good set of years. But in his final year, he did go five and six, did have a losing record. Clint Sterner started for three seasons. Um, 97 had a losing record, but 98 and 99 were, had some winning records and had some success there too. So, But the point is, is that you have a unique thing that doesn't happen very often, especially this day in college football where you have the same starting quarterback for three straight years. That's what you have with K.J. Jefferson. And what is also unique about K.J. Jefferson is that if Arkansas has a winning record this season, which I think we all, even at the, if you're the ultimate pessimist, you believe that this team's going to have a winning record, like 7-6, and six, down to the worst-case scenario. He's going to be the first quarterback, and at least in the SEC era, 
that had a winning record all three years, like all three seasons winning record. So that's a unique thing. And he's got a lot of great numbers. He's had some great moments so far. But the question becomes, knowing that he has those numbers and knowing that he's had a really good record as, as the quarterback of Arkansas, what is it going to take for him to be considered the greatest of all time in Razor Rack football history at quarterback? Well, that's a tough question because I think everybody looks at it in their own perspectives of what classifies someone as the GOAT. You know, what, what makes somebody the, the true GOAT of their, their teams and, and, and whatnot? Like some people will look back on way back when on certain days and others will look ahead to now. I have some recency bias. But in the, in the sake of KJ and, and discussing it with KJ, I believe there's a few things he can do to be considered the greatest of all time. Now, it may sound stout, and you can disagree with this. That's fine, folks. Like This is just my opinion on the matter. But this season, if KJ Jefferson's going to be my greatest Razorback quarterback of all time, first and foremost, first and foremost, Arkansas has to win at least 10 games. Because right now, I have Ryan Mallett as the greatest quarterback, rest in peace, of all time at Arkansas. It's not only because of his numbers, but he had that one big-time great season of winning 10 games and going to the Sugar Bowl. He was the quarterback for that. Um, you know, think about Tyler Wilson. Some people may say he's top three quarterback of all time. You know, everyone's rankings are different, but not only did he have numbers to go along with it, but he also had a great year of winning 11 games. In fact, he's really been the only quarterback in Razorback history in the SEC that has won 11 games, and he was the starter. So it's like you give the nod to him. But besides that, I mean, people may bring up Joe Ferguson, people like, you know, Quinn Grovey, people like Matt Jones. But at the end of the day, it's like you got to have that year. You got to have that season. You got to have that team success, which some may say it's unfair because, you know, it's just one player, it's just one position. But if I'm going to consider you the GOAT of quarterbacks, you got to have a GOAT season. Like you got to have a year to be remembered. All right. So you got to get to the, at least that 10 win mark. And that can be, 10 and 2 with a bowl loss of 10 and 3 or it could be 9 and 3 with a bowl win of 10 and 3 like doesn't matter where the wins come and at what point just get to 10 so to me KJ Jefferson has to get to 10 wins this season that's number 1 number 2 he has to have the game and when i mean the game i mean some sort of upset or some sort of performance or some sort of moment and some huge game where he gets the victory because of his clutch play down the stretch, because of his performance overall, whatever. It's a game that everyone remembers from that season as one of the most fun games, most entertaining games, one of the greatest games. And it was all because of KJ Jefferson and his immaculate play. Like, that's what people want to hear. And that's what people want to know about. So he's got to have one of those. Now, it could be against LSU on the road, like where he stands out and has that game. It could be against AM. It could be against Bama. You know, like those are the really the three biggest games that Arkansas is going to have on their schedule this season. And, you know, who's to know what teams will look like? like who knows? Maybe Auburn is a top 25, top 20 team when Arkansas plays. them. I mean, you know, that could be possible. So there could be some other things that could factor into what, what's going on in those games. But he's got to have that game where he leads the team. I, I remember against Mississippi State in 2021 when Arkansas was down and they were able to get the touchdown, take the lead. and get the two-point conversion as well. K.J. Jefferson was a major part of that final drive. 
to go down the field when they need it the most to get the touchdown. Same thing against Ole Miss that same year. Uh, made some about the Mississippi schools that he plays really well against, where he went down the field with almost no time and got the touchdown. Didn't get the two-point conversion, but still made those plays. He's got to have some of those. He's got to have some of those games where he's got five plus touch, five or more touchdowns on the ground and in the air, like combined. Uh, you know, three hundred yards passing. You know, has some sort of great throw, something, great run, something that makes him stand out in that particular moment. So he's got to have a great season. He's got to have a great game, the game, the game that really stands out. And then third, and I wouldn't say most importantly, but definitely one that uh, will be able to separate himself from some of the all-time greats is not only having the great season and the great game, which I think Razorback fans would sign up for right now, but KJ has to be numbers-wise, stat-wise, efficient by not making a lot of mistakes. KJ has not made a lot of mistakes, folks. Like, And I'm talking about if you compare it to what a lot of other quarterbacks have done in Razorback history, he's not thrown a lot of interceptions. He has not fumbled the ball a whole lot. He's not made a whole lot of bad choices. Now, again, I'm not saying he's not perfect because we know like, you know, the A&M game was a bad one. Uh, we know that against uh, Auburn at home when they lost in Fable a couple years ago with that fumbling. There's no doubt that there's been mistakes made. But this year, for him to be considered my greatest of all time, he has to limit those mistakes in the biggest moments especially. You don't want to have it happen to where you have a quarterback like KJ that's having a good year and could be considered a Heisman Trophy candidate or All-American or All-SEC or whatever. You don't want it to be that way, but then you look back and you're like, man, but he threw 12 interceptions or 13 interceptions. Or man, he fumbled the ball way too much. Or man, he had to, st- you know, he didn't stay healthy, which is another factor you could play into this as far as not making mistakes. I'm not saying that's a his mistake, but just being on the field to be able to play. You can't have those things if you want to be considered the greatest. You just can't. So to me, if KJ does those three things, which I know is a lot, and some of you may disagree, but that's fine. But if he has a 10 win season, if he has the game, and if he limits his mistakes and stays on the field, does those things, he will be my greatest Razorback quarterback of all time. Call it recency bias or whatever you want, but that's just the way I feel. And that's the way I think it's going to end up being. Folks, this episode is brought to you by Game Time. I know buying to your tickets, uh, your tickets to favorite events like concerts, sporting events, Razorback games and whatnot can be really stressful and really annoying. But uh, the thing about Game Time that separates them all from the other apps and other websites that you may buy from is that they're fast and they're easy and to buy tickets for everything. And I've done this before, like where they have killer deals on last minute tickets and they get their best price guarantee. So you don't have to stress over the tickets and get you start getting hyped for actually the fun you're going to have there in the sports world or the concerts or whatever. But I've had this happen before where I was trying to find tickets and it was getting gouged at a lot of places and the price, the ticket prices were absurd and I just didn't want to deal with it anymore. I didn't want any part of it. But once I started using game time, I'm like, okay, this is different. This makes it to where it's easy, it's convenient, it's fast, it's affordable, and it does so much for me in all the different events that I want to go to where I feel like I'm not getting screwed over in the matter. And that's, to me, what's the most important deal. So snag your tickets without the stress by using game time. Download the game time app or create an account and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed.
It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, moving on into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. We have a very special guest joining us on the podcast today. As we know, it is football season for the Arkansas Razorbacks. It doesn't mean recruiting season is anytime going to end soon. And luckily for us, we are able to be joined by one of the big-time commitments of the 2026 class. It is the offensive lineman out of Georgia. It is Bear McHorter and Bear Appreciate you joining us, man. How are you doing this afternoon? Yes, sir. I'm doing good. Thank you for having me on. Well, it's good to have you. So we'll start with this, and I don't know how many times you get it, but when I saw your name and that you committed to Arkansas, I was like, that's one of the greatest names I've ever seen. Like, that's incredible. So is your, like, legal name, is it Bear, like Grizzly Bear? Like, that is your actual name? That's a nickname. My uh, real name's Josh. I'm named after my dad, but they didn't want to have two Joshes in the house, I guess, so. They, they got Bear on there. My mom wouldn't let my dad put on the birth certificate, though. So that's everyone calls me Bear, but it's not on the birth certificate. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, Josh is a great name, but Bear's a lot cooler. So I'm just going to continue yes. to call you Bear. So, yes, uh, well, yeah. So congratulations, of course, on your commitment to Arkansas. So I got to ask you and start here too. Uh, you're you got your 2026. Like you still got a lot of high school in front of you. You got you got a lot of seasons in front of you. And I know that uh, you know recruiting has been ongoing and it starts at a young age, but what made you decide to commit to the Razorbacks now at this point in time in your high school career? Committing early was something um, me and my family have always talked about, going ahead and locking in a spot, focusing on one school. And um, I didn't think I was going to be this early, but I was ready. I had seen everything I wanted to, talked to everyone that um, I thought I needed to talk to. And just after the summer visit, really, with Coach Pittman, it really made me realize that Arkansas was the place I needed to be. So what was it that Sam Pittman provided in your recruiting that made you feel like Arkansas was it? Of all the schools that you could go to in the country, what was it that made you feel Arkansas was the place for you? I think the first thing is just he's the O-line guy. I mean, I think personally he's the best offensive line coach in the country, and just having him as the main guy, the the face of the, the program, is it's really cool. And I think I could definitely learn a lot from him. I already did in camp this summer, and just having more years of that and place to call home, with him leading it uh, is pretty special. But that and um, just the relationship he has with my family. You know, every head coach I've talked to, they've been really cool, super nice, great guys. But his relationship with my mom, with my sisters, um, it's just different. He's always asking about them, talking to them, doing whatever he can to um, make sure they're comfortable and really just recruiting my whole family and not just me. So – Obviously, you got, again, a few years in front of you in high school, and uh, you know there's probably some things that you're going to want to continue to improve on and work. Uh, I saw you, what you're at as far as size and weight. It seems like you're well on your way to being an SEC offensive lineman as far as physicality goes. But uh, what has been some things that maybe either Sam Pittman or some scouts or whoever have told you that some of the things you're really going to work on and improve on as your high school career goes on? Um, definitely got to improve on strength, just overall, mainly core strength, but also just getting my numbers up. Um, 
I was only a freshman last year, so I'd only been lifting for a couple of years versus guys that had been lifting for five, six years. And I think it showed on film a little bit. Um, but there's also times it showed on film where sometimes it didn't matter and I could just go out there and whoop the guy in front of me. But I think overall just strength and developing to my body, uh, that'd be the main thing. So how, how often have you been to Arkansas and to the campus? Is it something you've taken a few visits to or just one visit? Like, how, how's that gone as far as your uh, times here in the state of Arkansas? I want to say the last visit I went on this summer was number six to Arkansas. Wow. So I think I've been a regular there. I think most people in Fayetteville know my name, but um, I love it there. You know, I, I always want to go back. Yeah, so what stood out to you when you, when you went there? Because, again, you, you talked about what Sam Pippen was talking to you about recruiting and you as a football player, but – as far as the campus, the community, the city, and everything you've seen from facilities that uh, the university uh, offers, just what were the, some of the things that really stood out to you? The place is beautiful. Just the area, Fayetteville, the campus, um, Dixon Street, it's all its all really nice. And um, the people there, they're some of the nicest people I've ever come across. Everyone I've talked to has a smile on their face. They're, uh, they're waving. They're seeing whatever they need to do to um, help me if I'm in a store or in a restaurant or anything. So... I think the average person you come across in Fayetteville, Arkansas, would be nicer than 99% elsewhere. And it's just a beautiful area. So those two things combined, I mean, it's hard to beat. So another thing that we, of course, talked about on the podcast last week was another 2026 uh, commitment from Wyatt Simmons. And uh, he's out there in California, and he's a big-time player, kind of like yourself, could have gone really anywhere in the country. Uh, is he a guy that maybe – have you had any contact with or discussed anything with? Because – I can't remember the last time Arkansas has had two pretty big-time commitments that are high school guys still three years out from graduating. Is he a guy maybe you've talked to or had discussions with or anything? Um, I talked to him after I originally committed, but that was the first time. You know, I had seen him on Twitter and Instagram, and I noticed he was also taking some visits to Arkansas. So made me think I'm not the only one that really likes this place, seeing other big guys um, go out there multiple times. But um, just seeing him commit. I committed right after him, but um, it was in my mind for a while, and we've been in contact recently uh, since we both committed. All right, so, Bear, I, I want to ask you a few questions just about you because I'm sure Razorback fans would like to know, you know, get to know you a little bit more. Uh, besides football, uh, what are some of the things that you, you're into? Because I feel like, you know, in Arkansas, anytime we talk to kids, they're always into hunting and fishing and everything. But as far as for you, like, what are some of the things that outside of football that you're into? Um, there's not much time outside of football, just training, lifting, all of that. But when I'm not, um, doing any of that stuff, I'm hanging out with my family, my little sisters mainly. Um, I watch them a lot and hang out with them all the time, but it's really family time. You know, I'll go over to my grandparents' house, my cousin, so little things like that, but, um, definitely not much time outside of football. Yeah, I, I'm sure I can remember those times, too, except uh, I was never near as, as a recruit as high as you are. But still, uh, it's probably something that takes up a lot of your time. And yes, I think sir. that's also like a question that people may have is like for you, you know, since you still have time in front of you, not to say that you will, but there's always a say, well, you know, will we stay committed through the next three years of high school because, you know, things change. High schools change. Uh, you know, college football has been changing and everything. But uh, what makes you believe that not only that Arkansas is a place, but also, as far as future recruiting, are you taking any more visits? Will you take any more visits? Or are you are you fully said, hey, this is it, shutting it down, Arkansas is the place, not thinking about anything else? I'm fully locked in. I won't be going anywhere else. Um, I've had so many conversations with Coach Pitt and Coach Kennedy, and um, there's nowhere else I want to go see or check out or people I want to talk to. I'm, I'm good here. This is where I want to be.
Yeah. Well, so are you going to go to a lot of games, I'm sure, this year when you can at least, or maybe try to check out some of those things? Uh, I know I'm going to the BYU game, but we haven't had anything else scheduled, but um, hopefully get to multiple. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, before I let you get out of here, Bear, I, I was usually asked recruits and stuff if they have a nickname, but obviously you you have one that's uh, with, with, with Bear. So, uh, but uh, as far as your friends, because you're getting from Georgia, maybe a lot of them don't even have never been to Arkansas or anything, but what was kind of the reaction from some of your teammates, your classmates, your friends and everything when you announced that you're going to continue your playing days in Arkansas? What was that reaction like? Um, I think anyone I've ever been close to over the last few years or I've talked to, it was kind of expected, actually. Um, they've kind of always been at the top of the list for me as terms of, in terms of schools I like. and um, But outside of that, like people that just look at it from the outside looking in, I think they were a little surprised. Um, if you look at my offer list, it's Bama, Georgia, Texas. Um, so I think when people look at that, they're thinking, well, why wouldn't you go to one of those schools? But I just looked at what was really important to me, and I think Arkansas is the place. Well, Razorback fans are rejoicing by that because I know they're excited to see you on campus. It'll be a few years, but they're excited about it. But, Bear, hey, man, really appreciate you joining us. Great stuff. Congratulations on your commitment, and good luck the rest of your high school football career, man. We look forward to seeing you in Fayetteville here in a few years, all right? Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, Bear McCorder, joining us here on the podcast. Folks, this episode is brought to you by Mark Hell from Fayetteville, El Dorado, and everywhere in between. Mark Hell has been helping Arkansas's small business community for over 30 years. Mark Hell is a global specialty insurer with truly a people first approach. To them, insurance is more than just a piece of paper, it's a promise to help people get back on their feet. We spend a third of our lives working, so on the job injuries can be expected. You work hard to build your business, so it's important to make sure that you and your employees have the right insurance coverage. Whether you're new to the business or celebrating 25 years, whether you have one employee or a thousand employees, Markel aims to understand your workers' compensation insurance needs. Find a local independent agent to get a free workers' compensation insurance quote today at markelinsurance.com slash locked on. That's M-A-R-K-E-L insurance.com slash locked on. Markel, insuring America's small businesses since 1930. Insurance carrier coverage, dividends, and services availability may vary by state. Markel is a registered trademark of Markel Group, Incorporated. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so final segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. A uh, question got thrown to me uh, just the other day about the bowl game. And I know we have, Arkansas has not even had played the game yet, but uh, it, was, it was interesting because they were asking about the, the bowl games and how some people get really excited about bowl games. Some people don't. Some players like will move on from uh, whatever bowl game it is to get to the next point of their NFL draft future. Uh, as we saw that with like Traylon Burks when he opted out of the Outback Bowl to go to the NFL. I had no problem with that. I had no problem with that. So I just want to make that clear. But point is, is like at what point in time do you get a certain bowl game where you'll have all the players all in and wanting to play and even the players that might be going to the NFL in the next step? Like, What bowl game would that be? 
And to me, it's got to be a New Year's Six Bowl. I feel like a New Year's Six Bowl would be the one that would have all the fans involved. Of course, they'd be pumped. But I think that's good enough also for the players to be like, you know what? I know I'm going to the NFL next year. I know I'm going to be a first, second round pick or whatever, but that's something I want to make sure I play in. That's something that means a lot. And it means a lot to me, means a lot to the team, means a lot to the school, means a lot to the state. And so to me, at the end of the day, it would have to be a New Year's Six Bowl. Anything less than that, and if a player stays, I'm not, I'm not having any problem with it, but if a player leaves, I have no problem with that. Like Again, it's about their future and what they think is best. I have no problems with that. But at the end of the day, I think that that would be a New Year's Six Bowl. I mean, I would be excited about playing in a New Year's Six Bowl. Not a national championship or anything, but I mean, New Year's Six is kind of like the new BCS, you know? Kind of like uh, you, you want to play in it because it's pretty prestigious. And who knows, it may be for the Sugar Bowl for Arkansas or... I don't even know. I got to look at the, what the bowl games are this year in the college football postseason. Cotton Bowl. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to complain, but it was just like uh, Cotton Bowl. You already played there before. But I'm not going to complain if they get in the Cotton Bowl. Not at all. Uh, so anyways, pretty fascinating little question. Let's just get the season started so I have to quit, quit uh, thinking about this stuff and just be able to actually see what the game's going on. That's what's most important. Appreciate everybody listening in the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter, Buzz John Neighbors, for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.